1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the inaugural episode of Kind of Funny's MCU in Review, where each and every week, starting the first week of January 2018, going all the way through May 2018, when the Avengers Infinity War comes out. Good. You guys, You did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> me and,
2: me and Nick. Nick's what? the
1: funniest guy.
2: <laughs> 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 Have a great time. We can talk about it. Higher, if
1: you watch a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie every week in 2018, it'll leave... Lead perfectly up to Avengers Infinity War. Now, a lot of people are asking, what about Black Panther? Because that's the only movie that hasn't been released yet. Right. Well, we're going to watch that the week it comes out. So that's going to be out of chronological order. Sure. But Whatever we're, we're adults, we can deal with yeah. it. Mm-hmm. But the idea of the show is that each and every week, Tuesday at nine a.m. Pacific Time, right on YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny or on podcast services around the globe. Now, I want to let everyone know before they get up and what, what do you got? I these, just love right? Nick so what much. <laughs>
3: What's funny is this: he started talking and he faltered, <laughs> and then I was like, maybe I don't know what week it is.
2: Maybe <laughs> I, maybe I'm no, making like just just these the, You know what you, I mean? You just the Jan, you 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 flubbed the word January almost, but then you corrected it. Uh, but, like, we're all so in sync with each other that we I, we both knew when I looked at Nick. When I looked at Nick, he just, without breaking on, do it, he's just like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> like Yep, continue on. You did it. It's like watching a great
2: gymnast go off the pole vault and hit the pole where it landed. It's it's like Tanya podcast services,
1: that triple. Uh, right now, it's just SoundCloud. Uh, SoundCloud.com slash. Kind of funny reviews is the way that you'll be able to see this and all of our other reviews for movies that from now until forever, forever. God, you got me in my head. (laughs) Sorry. We're sorry. Um, But it's not available on iTunes and beyond pod and all that stuff yet. They're waiting to approve it. I assume by next week we'll be good to go Spotify and going forward. Not Spotify. Fucking Spotify, man. Again, not our fault. Spotify doesn't play nice with SoundCloud. Taylor Swift's team. You know what I mean? No, she's on there now. She's on there now. There's No excuse. Anyway, uh, no matter how you want to watch it, we really thank you. And we would love if you would subscribe to us either on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny or the podcast service you're using or both. Because those things really do help. And also, if you enjoy the show, you can support us financially at Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny. And we would appreciate that a lot. But the idea is every week we're going to discuss the movies, review the movies, and at the end of the episode, rank the movies. So this is the first episode. We're doing Iron Man. So it's not going to be too much of a discussion on where it ranks. Uh, Bottom of the barrel. The idea is <laughs> that we are going to rewatch these week after week. We've yeah. all seen all these movies, but the idea is we're watching them fresh. To we're watching ready. them again to get ready. Uh, because I hadn't seen Iron Man one since 2008 when it first came yeah. out. So I, we're all bringing it to the table with fresh eyes, knowing everything that we know, having that discussion. Mm-hmm. And so I want any any Marvel rankings we've done in the past, any discussions we've had, throw those out the throw window. Them out the windows. You we're mean we're the one again. Marvel
3: ranking that me and Greg did? We've done multiple. Nailed,
1: Nailed it. it throughout the
3: years. Sucked.
1: But the idea that we're gonna to try to hit, and knowing us, it's gonna get a little bit difficult with travel schedules. But the idea is, it's always the four of us at the table, and it's always Big Cab Dog over there. Ow, 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 ow. Um, Kevin, can I get a check-in? What's happening to the dog pound? <laughs> I missed.
2: We can't what see what you're doing. We don't. You're the confidence monitor. I started the camera, here. but for some reason, it was way off <laughs> <laughs> kind of funny, everybody. Yeah. Right. Every Marvel I, movie. Like I like that this is a real show. It, it is. isn't it just reacts for every one of them. We have like things and there, things. There are to things, do. there
1: are things, and I think that the show is going to get better as it goes on. It's a little hard right now because it's just one. We're going to figure out along the way. Sure. It's going to be a lot no, of fun. Let's turn to right our right special now. correspondent, we're Clark Gregg. We're, uh, <laughs> nah. we're start off with a couple of the facts, all yeah. right? Fact Iron Man, released in 2008, the first Marvel Studios movie. Also, the first self-financed movie from Marvel. Because before Marvel, you know, of course, we had the X-Men movies. Mm -hmm. There was the Spider-Man movies and all that. But this is the birth of Marvel Studios itself. Um, This movie came out on May 2nd, 2008, which is just a little over a month before The Incredible Hulk came out. Wow. Interesting. The next one in the MCU. Yeah, the second movie in the MCU. Did you know that? I did not know that. I I remember seeing Iron Man and The Incredible Hulk playing at the, the theater next to it. Like so, I oh, saw wow. li- I saw it late, wow. and I was like, "Well, this is fucking weird." And I didn't realize they were connected. But I thought l- now we look back at it,
2: and we, we we'll talk about this obviously. About the thing I thought this movie came out way earlier than two thousand eight. Me too. When I was watching it, I was like, "Whoa, they're all so young." Number one, but then I was like trying yeah. to remember. I'm like, "Did I see this in Columbia?" And then I was like, 2008. I was like, "Oh, oh no. fuck yeah, no. I was, no!" I watched well, this I in two thousand
3: three for some reason. But well, you think that two thousand eight wasn't that long ago, but it was in fact a decade ago. Yeah, yeah. I know, like, I think know. about that. Like yeah. in all intents and purposes. This is like an '80s movie for Christ's sake. Out, you know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> yeah. it was a long, a long time, time. I guess time just ago. the
0: way I thought of it was like there's no way 18 Marvel movies came out in 10 years, but they yeah, did exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it,
1: it, for a while it was you know just well. I guess it, it was always been like two a year, but then it got up to three a year. That shit adds Wait, up. Wait, who
3: actually produced the Incredible Hulk? Was that actually that a Marvel? That was Universal. That was uni- that's okay. That's what I was gonna say. Don't they ahead must yourself. have been. They were not. That was not Marvel Studios. Yeah, right? that was Universal's under the well, Marvel banner. Though, but it was right? Marvel Studios, though.
1: So right, but you, but, yeah, making it was the it movie, technically
3: a Universal. There was a lot of
1: weird things going on during that point. It gets even more complicated because at this point, Disney didn't even own Marvel. Right. Right. Disney didn't own Marvel until August two thousand nine. Also, at this point, if people oh, remember geez. the
3: uh,
1: the benchmark. For superhero
3: movies, Spider Man was, was the well. Spider Man Two actually probably I'll give you that. I was gonna say X Men Two, but I don't. Know, I can't remember when X Men Two came the out. The Dark Knight wasn't,
0: wasn't even out yet, was it? Didn't it come out like right before? It you? came out in 2008,
3: but it wasn't mm-hmm. May. No, it yeah, was. Oh, it was. I it was. April. It was. Oh, you're right. Well, yeah. like June, or July or some shit like that. Yeah. So yeah, just to put it in context, like our we all we know. all we had was the X Men series and the Spider Man series,
1: and those were Superman from back in the day. But that's the thing is, those were at the time really cool. They were cool. They right? were cool. X Men. They were always lacking something. No, nah, what? Right?
3: You didn't know X Men? I remember I seeing in theaters and being like, "That was awesome." I did not. I remember seeing X Men in theaters and being like, uh, "Okay, like it was weird." Really? I mean, the Statue yeah. of Liberty part was weird. It right? was. They, it it wasn't. At, it was a fun movie, and it was interesting to see what those characters would look like. But to me, it wasn't what I wanted from. The realizing what comic book characters would look like in the live action mm. screen, right? We saw that they had a really weird reason to bring them all together at the end. You know, Jean Grey was like, "I'll study you and Rogue," and it was like, like a weird storm like lifts him up. It's like this it was is a, a shitty event. Wolverine not blue
2: and yellow. Yeah, like would like they, they you had want blue and yellow spandex? Everybody's like, <laughs> yeah. I, was
3: I, was kind of, here, I kind of want you guys to live <laughs> So yeah, I mean, like, and then I, I can't remember when X X two was. I'm pretty sure X was still
1: before that, right? before what before iron it. man right can you look oh, it was up like 2 X2 yeah x2 yeah x2 was the way whole trilogy x2. of x-men happened happened before iron man yeah, right? yeah. yeah so way x2 way i thought before. was good
3: spider-man 2 i thought was good i thought those were actually decent movies but still when iron man when i saw iron man i was like oh they figured it oh, out oh yeah they figured it out they nailed, they just got it
2: 2003 for x2 2003, 2003 for x2
3: okay so yeah 5 years ago. Wow, wow that's crazy god that that would be interesting to go back and watch. I bet that <laughs> feels All right, that's a different though. series. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Episode uh, direct, one actually, of the MCU technically, in review. We only have to wait about a year before that's not a
1: different series anymore. Absolutely. Uh, directed by Jon Favreau. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Happy. Um, who also directed Iron Man 2 mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. also has featured in many of the MCU movies. Had a budget of $140 million with a box office total of currently 585.2 million. So it did pretty well for 140 itself. million is that a low budget? That that's a pretty no. that's a pretty low budget for that now. Yeah, World right, one, yeah. I think they probably usually wow. over 2 million. That's actually kind of low though for a return for that. Think about it though. Was it not at that time. Like that's the difference is that now the numbers are so inflated and so much higher than they used to be. They're used to making
3: between like 700 and like 900 million dollars on these movies, though. I don't know what Thor Ragnarok did, but I think 700 is is
1: now. But back then, like, I was looking a little ahead not to get crazy. But like, Iron Man 2 did a bit better, a couple hundred million, which is still a lot better. Uh, And then Iron Man 3 was the one to break the getting over the the hundred million. Wait, I'm confused. Sorry. The billion? The billion. billion billion Okay, Okay, yeah, 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 that makes sense. I was like, yeah. yeah, yeah, the billion marks. so, yeah, that, so that's, that's as they go on. Obviously, more people are watching. Oh yeah. Well,
3: that's the thing too. Remember, again, to put it in context, like we had not this. This movie was the first movie that personally, and I think a lot of people were the same with me. You walked and you go, this is it. We're starting. The ball's rolling. Like they figured it out. They got the, the like this. They nailed the superhero movie. In my opinion. Oh, you walking out of walking out of it, going like when I walked, By the way, sorry. Let me let me preface. I walked into Iron Man going like whatever. Yep, I don't give a shit. One hundred percent. Who cares about Iron Man? I'm a
2: DC fanboy. Iron Man is mid tier Marvel. Yeah. I don't care you, about any. If of you these ask guys. me facts
3: about Iron Man or Thor, I would or Captain America for that point. At this Literally point in my life, anyone. I've been like I have no idea yeah, these people. No, I don't so, care. I know Batman the animated series. And I know the X Men original series from 1993 and Spider Man from the mid yeah. 90s as well. That's
1: it. Uh, in the the random facts and stuff I was looking up, there was an interview like a retrospective looking back with John Favreau talking and Kevin Feige talking about the going back to Iron man one and like what did what did it mean and what did they know about building a, a universe going in into it and they're like no Like we we weren't doing that. There was a lot of things of like in case something happens uh, but even the post-credit scene that is like the most famous post-credit scene in history oh, with yeah. Sam Jackson coming yeah. out on time of the Avengers like so that good. that they put that at the very end the only reason it was a post-credits is like we didn't want to confuse people uh, like the normal moviegoers of like why Samuel L. Jackson here and what's happening. Right. Like they, they were like, they just put it there as like a nod. So to do something cool.
2: Dusting off these memories that I don't really have anymore because I remember it. But like, so when they do Iron Man, do they not say that, that they're starting the Marvel Cinematic Universe and everything's tying mm. together? No, it wasn't until when.
1: Uh, I mean, Captain the America? ball didn't really start, start getting... I mean, not it, the ball, be, the announcement. It, there was an announcement, I remember, became, of like, we're doing this, and we're all leading up to Avengers. It became a universe as soon as Iron Man 2, because, because Iron Man the 2 NGC, Thor's, references well, uh, Technically, it became a universe Hulk as well Incredible for
3: Hulk, Hulk right? Because there was a post-credit sequence in Hulk. At the end where, of Iron Man 2?
1: It wasn't there? Yeah. yeah. Yes, there yeah, yeah. was. Yeah, yeah with, with we'll John Hurt. William week. Hurt, not William Hurt. We'll get John there. Hurt's <laughs> week. Yeah. But no, the idea is, I mean, they were doing stuff, but for it to actually be building towards, will we actually get to Avengers, that didn't happen for... At, I mean, at least until, I think Iron Man 2 was the kickoff of that. Okay. Because Iron Man 2, there was actually the scene where, and we'll talk about this eventually, but Coulson in the uh, incredible whole footage is in right, it. So yeah. the, it's like the same shit's happening. It's not just like Easter eggs. That's so cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, damn, I forgot a point I was going to make apologize, about John, John Favreau, we talked about during the interview about them doing- He, uh, he was, the was in Swingers.
3: He had universe. something to do with well, a lot of I, I do know that A lot of it was like improvised, right? and Tom yeah. Morello yeah, was improvised. The they were, they like, uh, I, I was reading some of the, some of the facts, factoids that There was there, and I know that they were, they were talking about how like the script they were kind of. This is the most amazing thing to me. Is like normally when you hear, hey, we were sort of writing this movie as we were shooting, that's the kiss of death. You're like, that's not a good idea, right? You should have a solid mm-hmm. shooting script. But somehow he and the team, um, also shout out to Matty Libatique Who's shot this movie, who mm-hmm. also shot Straight a Compton and a bunch of other movies. Because I, I watching this again with fresh eyes, I was like, this is a. Pretty pretty well shot movie. Mm-hmm. Like it's pretty, it's awesome that they, and this one actually really
1: does set that aesthetic for what the Marvel universe ends up just kind of. Being. Oh, it had right. to. Yeah. I mean, that's the coolest thing I think about this movie is that it was out there and they're like, Oh, I remember what I was about to say about Jon Favreau is he, in the interview was talking. He was like, I mean, at the time we were like, we're doing Marvel studios. Uh, not John Favreau. Sorry. Kevin Feige. He was like, mm-hmm. we're doing Marvel studios. We're going to start making this a thing. Fuck. We can't use X-Men. Yeah. We can't use, Spider Man, um, there's Fantastic already been a Hulk shit. movie, and we don't want to do that out the gate. It was like, who's the next one? And they're like, I mean, Iron Man's pretty cool, but like, no one gives a shit. Yeah. And, Really, I mean, now it's all mainstream, but it's just like, I mean, even me being a Marvel guy or whatever, I wasn't then, you know, but that, like, but this, that is, this, these movies made me interested. I, Iron Man made me interested in reading the comics the, and going back and figuring out who are the, Avengers.
0: I think it was just a word of mouth thing. Cause I didn't not, I didn't care at all about Iron
2: Man or really anybody. I mean, That's as an like X-Men and Spider-Man as but. a comic book kid, right. And, but a DC kid, what I knew, what did I know about Iron Man? Right. He was in the Avengers and he was an alcoholic. Yeah. That was it. You know what I mean? Like, that's all I feel a a lot of people knew. And I'm talking about, like, if you're a Marvel fan, you're super in, you know. But I'm talking about, like, in the comics, if you're not in that part of it, that's what you knew. Let alone if you went out another step to find regular people what they're going to fucking know about Iron Man. Nothing. But I feel like the
3: the same reason why Thor Ragnarok worked was the same reason why Iron Man worked, right? Because you don't. This is not a beloved character to everyone, right? This is not Batman. This is not Superman. This is a character that a lot of people don't know a lot about, so we can take a couple risks with it. I.e., let's cast Robert Downey Jr., who, if you remember at the time, what name the last movie Robert Downey Jr. did before Iron Man? Right, he was in a bad place. I mean, he he had a like he had a very bad time. He was a
2: tabloid headline.
3: Yeah, where he had lived, you know, he had done a lot of. A lot of stuff, very publicly, uh, that was not good due to drug and alcohol abuse, um, and so I think, like casting that, first off, if I was a producer, i be like, dude, that's that's a that's a risky maneuver right there. But the fact that he, I mean, he literally is that character, like he is a wealthy like person who who has had some trouble in the past and has some demons that he's clearly like playing out in the public space, and so what better casting for that? But if I were Kevin Feige and and the the guys producing this movie, I'd be like. Are we sure we want to trust
1: this with this guy? I mean John like, Favreau was like I'm not doing this unless it's Robert Downey. He's a genius. Well, I mean it,
2: it, it, it exactly cuz it also it, it was that thing that I think my mom knew about Iron Man because of Robert Downey Jr yeah. because of everything she had followed from, you know, being a fan in the 80s up through this and what had happened to him and all. I mean, I remember that, you know, like didn't he like Bust into some kid's room and like sleep in their bed or some Something shit. Like, like the parents yeah, found, right. they found yeah, yeah. them sleeping. It was and I mean like <laughs> it was like just because he was like confused and he was high and didn't know where yeah. he was and shit. And it was that thing of like wow yeah all right cool I guess that's weird. And I think that's what was awesome about watching Iron Man really. And I'm talking about in the moment, in now too, but in the moment in time was the fact that here was a superhero, but he didn't have the trappings of trying to be a good guy. Yeah, and I'm not saying that's never been done in cinema, but again, think about where we were with uh, comic book movies and it's like, sure, Wolverine doesn't want to be Wolverine in the X franchise Mm. but he is Wolverine. He's a very, he's not even the Wolverine from the comics, right? Like Hugh Jackman's Wolverine is a very Oh man, like I'm talking about through like X one and two, like yeah. a lovable, like oh this guy's awesome. I'm yeah. che- I'm rooting for him. He's he's got more of a polished Wolverine. He's gonna right? take care of Rogue, even yeah. though he doesn't want to take care of he's Rogue. A good guy. Yeah, he's exactly. He's a good guy. It like a- in like, you know, Bruce Wayne is obviously Batman's mask. Clark Kent we had had before. Peter Parker sure. You talk about like. In this thing of like when you open up, when they open the movie and he's in the Humvee and he's got the glass of bourbon, you're I'm like, what the fuck? Like yeah. what? You know what I mean? But it's like this guy just doesn't give a fuck about anything. And there were some things I picked Such up. great writing, I'm glad I rewatched
3: man. this because because I, I, I had a kind of a crazy schedule this week and I was like, I i will just going. Glad I rewatched it because I I caught a lot of things I didn't before, i.e. the stripper pole on his jet. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, wow. Well, that I mean, is intense. Not, right not even there. just
1: it's that, but that whole scene's so great. Like I feel like this movie did a, a really good job of kind of letting. Improv set the scene, mm-hmm. and then you could tell that later, like, oh, fuck, we got to spice this up with a cut. And the the cut of the movie is so good in the good parts because that scene where it's with Roddy and they're having a you know, real conversation, and it's just like fucking cuts. And he's, he's like, I'm just a babysitter, man. I'm just, yeah, man, you just call me yeah. when you need me to it's come bring so you your good, bottle and I, I loved that. <laughs> it, it's funny rewatching it because I haven't seen it since 2008. And I remember feeling about that movie that I was like, I loved the first 40%, but then the last 60% was like, Okay, okay, whatever. It reminded me of other superhero movies sure. that we'd seen. And at that point, we'd seen six Marvel movies that what I'd thought of as Marvel, I didn't distinguish this as any different, right? And uh, watching it again, I'm like, holy crap, everything I believed about it is just magnified with the knowledge now of 10 years oh, of sure. seeing them see you grow, where the first 40% of this movie is like, is up there with, I think, the best of it. And it's because it's focusing on Tony Stark being Tony Stark, which absolutely sets the tone of what the MCU is. And all the dialogue is so quick. The editing's so quick. The shots are beautiful. And then once it's that later, latter 60 half, I was like, oh, man, this is rough. This where do you is... feel where does it kick in? My thing is, I always thought that I only didn't like the last third. I only didn't like the the kind of final battle because it felt like it, there wasn't. It was of nowhere. didn't yeah. make any sense. Uh, but no worry, I, went I actually from being a normal business person who was really smart and
3: cunning to just a fucking ridiculous zany, zany villain for no reason. just
1: a bigger version yeah, of the, that the guy, which I get is what that they was. Do, a, but, yeah, we'll get to that. In a bit. Uh, but we'll get to that get to plot, I was surprised actually. that I was like, man, the There's like a middle hour of this movie that is so slow. Compared to when he's building the, the suits? Fast. It's so yeah, it's weird to me. I love that I love that I love it.
3: And here's what I noticed on this one. You're right. It is a lot slower. It's a lot slower because if you watch Iron Man in the next few iterations, there's no explaining what's going on in the suit. There's no, hey, I'll put power to my chest. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, like him talking to Jarvis and actually now. controlling the suit. He just does it, right? Yeah. If, you t- if you take the scene where he fights the Iron Monger, is that how you say mm-hmm. it? Iron, Iron, Iron Monger, Monger. And then yep. you juxtapose that with the scene where he does Hulk Buster versus Hulk. Mm-hmm. It's like... That one's on fucking speed, man. We're yeah. not we're not trying to exist in the normal. We're not trying to uh, like rationalize what's going on in a suit anymore. We're just doing stuff. Mm-hmm. It's cool. This I liked because it was. I was like, I want to see him build the suit. Similar to how like I want to see how Batman's gonna figure out how to make his suit and do all that stuff. The origin story of it was the fascinating part. That and I still stand by you. Take Robert Downey Jr. out of this movie, you got
1: nothing. Well, totally, no. and I, I think that that's my problem with because what I'm saying it's is so I agree. Watch. Him building it and him learning stuff and all that, that's great. I feel like it was stretched out a little too long in a rewatch, especially juxtaposed against how amazing and fast the first bit of the movie is. Yeah, Because like once he gets back from being captured, it's just like, it's so much exposition. So much. I loved it, though. I see. I feel. I feel the opposite. Where I was just like, I like being in this world. I
3: like watching these characters. And yeah. he had great chemistry with Pepper Potts. The only character that I I think was just a little way too outlandish was was Obadiah Stane because and it's not it's not Jeff
1: Bridges' character like fault. I did not know was Jeff Bridges. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> until we <literally> watched last <laughs> yeah. night. How did you really? Floating. No, no idea. Ball, because like, he has like, an amazing hair. Yeah. Like, like when, when I been first. Dude. Like besides being young watching him in movies the first time I thought of Jeff Bridges was Tron Legacy Mm -hmm. which was two years after this and he looked totally different than he did yeah yeah, that's the
2: thing about and I've noticed it whenever I watch Jeff Bridges since Iron Man is the fact that I don't whenever know why, I, watch, I just feel like you watch him like at <laughs> night <laughs> get out of my lawn Miller huh? no but it's the fact that <laughs> and I don't Damn know gosh. how it's that it they they shot him or they cost him or they whatever maybe it's just playing with my head but he looks big in this movie he's a big guy like he, but well, I mean Robert he Niner looks big in this like movie the, I
3: don't think Robert Downey Jr. is all that tall and I, he's in not. fact I think you know because you can see shots of him like there's shots of him on set where he's wearing like platform lift yeah. shoes and he has the and this is going to ruin every movie he's in but spoilers he does this thing with his his jeans where they puff out so that at the bottom, like they like bell bottom flare at the bottom, even in his suits. You'll see in Iron Man 2 when we watch the, the next one, where it's hiding the lifts that are in his He his doesn't, shoes.
1: doesn't wear a costume. The only time he ever wore the Iron Man suit was in Iron Man 1. Really? Yeah, it was a little Easter egg. Oh, it's always CG, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, since then it's been CG, or like at most, it's him in like a, weird in like a football chest. Thing. Yeah, yeah, and
0: then they have the green screen on the
3: movable parts or
0: whatever. No. Yeah, no.
1: um, but but no, I think
3: Jeff Rage is pretty tall to begin with, A and B. You're getting a good caliber of an actor here. I mean, look at look at the main cast in this. You've got Robert Downey Jr., who who is a phenomenal actor and a care and definitely carries the movie. You've got a supporting cast of Gwyneth Paltrow, who is also a phenomenal actor, and then you've got freaking Jeff Bridges with a man beard. What's up? Shout out to your man. What's up? Beard. It's coming in. Um, and shaved <laughs> his head. It's awesome. I yeah. mean. And, you know, by all accounts, they had a great time filming the movie, but it was probably a little hectic for him. I would have loved to have seen Jeff just
0: be a different villain somewhere else in the MCU. I just think I, I didn't know. I don't think he was utilized correctly. Like, <laughs> I feel was, like he's such an incredible it actor. Was, and he definitely was not. It was. Yeah.
2: yeah they used him like that. You use villains in movies that if you don't know, the movie's going to go anywhere where. Yeah. Like I'm like he's like. A cunning businessman, whatever, and like, who do you think's getting you? Who, who do you think, whatever, sold you out to the board, Tony, yeah, or, you got you the the board, or, or got whatever. the injunction or whatever? You're yeah. like, yeah, all right, cool. And then you jump to him in the iron suit, and he's like, fighting him in the street, and he's literally telling Tony how he's going to continue to run the company. I'm like, it's over, dude. Like, you <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. What are you talking about? No. <laughs> the feds come to raid
1: your yeah, fucking yeah. warehouse. And you're you done. go on. before this suit, the scene where he uh, uses the weird, like, high pitched oh, yeah. yeah. to, like, yeah, 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 on, yeah. and Tony's all like, fucked up on Which the couch. He talks for like four minutes straight. And it's like, oh my God. Yeah. What are you doing, man? He uh that that is the only there there are a few
3: holes in this movie. A few few, well, I wouldn't say holes, but there's there's some things that were a little bit sped up. And the the latter, like half of it, I feel like see, I feel like it's the opposite. I feel like we get to that point, right? And you're like, oh my God. And then it's just a race to the end. And Mm -hmm. even like there's two main things that stand out to me that when I watched the movie, I was like, oh, I just gotta forgive these because I really like this movie. One, Obadiah Stain's like, uh, switch flip. You're just like, okay, cool. You're just a
2: psychopath.
3: Now, yeah. before, you were this person
0: he who was in bed. You on were a an, father figure. He was like, in bed on an LG
2: phone. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. All the phone tech in this, it's, it's like, hilarious. how adorable. Like, yeah. it's right as the iPhone's coming out. But so, like, the world then, hasn't they, changed. Even then, like, they were, they fucking
0: just knew what to do with, like, holographic like graphics and things like that. Like when he when he sticks his hand in the holographic yeah, arm, so I was like, man, they were so, so ahead of. I mean, the again, like of we, we talk about here. this
1: movie setting the stage for MCU. This movie defined a visual style. Yeah. Yeah. When we talk about Star Wars, one of the things that gets brought up so much is the sound effects. Where it's like they invented what lasers sound like. Yeah, you know? know, and uh, yeah. Iron Man invented what heads up displays look like. Yep. like that you well, don't. Minority see. Report, maybe. Well, but yeah, I mean, Minority Report. No, I but I even think, that, it was
3: different. Minority Report was like it was it was the it was using your hands, but it was. It was. It wasn't yeah, I like guess augmented like, reality. I guess,
1: yeah,
0: I guess it was still dealing screen, with right?
3: holograph. Yeah, he was like pulling images. Yeah. Like you forget because so cool, he right? takes that little thing and you're like, oh, he's just kind of doing a touchpad thing, and he throws it onto the augmented reality table, and then that thing pops up in front of him. And he just starts playing and that was like, fucking cool. that was really cool. Yeah. So sorry, going back to the things that that. so that the the, the quickness with which Obadiah Stain goes from a very smart, cunning business person to a cartoon villain is was a little hard to swallow. And then there's just the ending part where he's like, you got to blow up the fucking arc reactor. And he's literally hanging right above this thing
2: and is fine. He got blown free of it he Why didn't get, didn't electrocute? get electrocuted because he got electrocuted i guess so. trust me i that's my whole thought process i was like how does this end again does he fall through the hole no the he only gets thing, blown out of the hole the only <laughs> guy guy the hole. thing
3: <laughs> i can think of because you see the chest piece was that his wasn't charged and it just went to the chest piece and charged because you see obadiah stane's chest piece overload and yeah, blow yeah, up, yeah like the arc reactor in his chest blow up so maybe i don't know it couldn't take the full charge of it those are um, the only things that i'm just like i just gonna that, but to that's all that whole that it.
2: whole final battle you're just like Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember even so then cool. it was just it's like.
3: Another,
2: another
0: tiny, small, little nitpick that like mm-hmm. doesn't really matter. But when Pepper Potts is watching the video of the what was the the evil the forces, 10 something oh translate types in translate it's the same voice just talking in hey, English. Yeah. I was like, oh man, that yeah. sucks. Like yeah. so, so that
3: was such a cop out. Like oh, Tim's got fun facts. We're ruining the show. before that, I did not realize that right before the title sequence, they pull off his mask and it pulls out and it's that shot of when she's
1: watching it on the computer. Well, yeah, okay, They're so, filming that. So, funny Easter sequence. eggs. I didn't know that. Easter eggs, mm-hmm. the, the Ten Rings, the bad guys, obviously they were named after the Mandarin's Ten Rings. Right. But they just didn't realize they'd ever actually get to the Mandarin stuff. But a uh, very cool thing is that scene that, it's, that is actually from what they shot earlier in the movie that we see, mm-hmm. um, when that guy comes in and is speaking the other language and there's no subtitles... It's when it translates, that's actually what he's saying, and there's more to it. And if you, I forgot what the language is called, I, I was reading this and I couldn't find the, the link again today when I was looking for it. But uh, it's like Urgway or something like that. And uh, in they give the entire plot of the movie, really, in the speech, like they entirely are just like, Oh, that's oh, amazing. yeah, Obadiah is trying to kill, we Tony just didn't know that, blah blah, blah blah blah, but unless you speak that language, that's cool, oh, that's, that's cool. really cool. Yeah.
0: spoilers for the people who spoke that language,
1: so guys, in um, there I know, imagine <laughs> that, right? <laughs> well, um, yeah.
3: Sorry, go ahead.
0: One of the I I, I had mentioned this earlier, but uh, I just fucking spot him. I was like, "That's Tom Marilla from Rage Against the Machine," and he was one of the soldiers. He's the guitarist from Rage Against the Machine. Really? He was one of the soldiers for uh, I already forgot the name. Ten Rings. Um, and then I googled. I was like, "How did Tom Marilla become involved in this?" And uh, he wrote a lot of the score for one of John Favreau's prior movies, and okay. John Favreau wanted him back elf, for this probably. one. I'm guessing Elf. No, the, no not that chef, chef. Yeah, and so he wrote so he wrote a lot of the score in this movie as well and they put him in the scenes and he's one of the dudes I was like that's, that makes sense that's though. cool as shit that makes
3: sense because of the given the sort of genre of like the the heavy metal yeah, like soundtrack.
0: I also dun, 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 I was dun, dun, so dun, 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 uncomfortable dun, dun, dun. with Pepperpot sticking her hand in the thing oh, I love in that. the art character. Like my body felt so yeah. ugly. Like, I
1: felt like a lot of those scenes weren't necessary. Like the, oh, the were, weird were, kind right? of Are gross out. There? I think it's good. I think it's good for back and forth. I to don't, see I'm their saying, the, but like, the level of gross outness, it's just like that. I feel like that went far, and then there was uh, another one it. when the high pitch thing. Yeah, like so it was like it was like really. It was funny where I'm like, this ain't Disney. And like that—that's what made me. That is the moment that I was like, "Did Disney buy them already?" And then I looked Mm -hmm. back. I'm like, "Oh no!" I would love to see Terrence Howard and how he would
0: have been rody and the rest of the franchise. So some fun Terrence Howard shit here.
1: Terrence Howard had a three movie contract with Marvel. With Iron Man as the first project. He also, up. he was promised an increased pay if the movie Iron Man became a success and was turned into a franchise. The money deal offered the, the money deal offered to him was actually way more than what Marvel had offered to Robert Downey Jr. But once the movie made a killing at the box office, Howard received only a fraction of what was promised. Hence, he decided to walk away from the project and all the money went to Robert Downey Jr.'s pocket. Wow.
2: That's why Terrence
1: Howard was dethroned even before he got used to his ass.
3: Interesting. Interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah not was, what I
3: remembered.
0: That's not how I remember I, like, that going down either. I thought he, he wanted. That whatever, he, that was I just figured the the character of Rhodey, like this military man, Terrence Howard embodies that so much more than I think Don, uh, Cheadle. D- sure. Don Cheadle is like. Just in terms of his stature, and he's a bigger dude, and oh, Don, yeah. Don Cheadle kind of like a smaller, skinnier guy. Mm-hmm. Don't well, don't what, my wrong, favorite moments Cheadle, in
1: this movie was such fan service. But when you you just see yeah. Terrence Howard, mm-hmm. the camera Turns goes over the silver one, next time, yeah.
0: baby. Yeah, woo, let's <laughs> go. So cool. I
1: sorry, go ahead.
2: I I didn't like. Terrence Howard in this when I originally saw it, and I didn't like him in this rewatch. But for the record, I also don't like Don Cheadle in the mm. Iron Man movies. Mm. I think I just don't like the roadie character. I like and Terrence I, Howard a lot. And this I film. think watching this one back, it's because what the who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, yeah. why is he a military? He answers to, for no a answers to <laughs> no <laughs> one. Answers to no one. gives press conferences. He's like a press he's like some black ops guy that nobody knows. Was who he he answers has he answers always been friends yeah. with Tony? Like, and I know this is explained probably in the comics and all that shit. But like, as a, a movie watcher, I'm just like. What the fuck is this guy like yeah. how is he involved with everything i had
3: when i rewatched this because i was like why
2: because at the end
3: like toward the end He's when he's giving a press conference in front of the Stark Industries thing about the mishap that happened with something else, and you're like, "Wait, what? Should like, that be the military? I don't know. I mean, he does base? mention that I'm his, I'm your babysitter, so I, So I, mean, I always like, thought he was the military liaison for Stark Industries because they are the ones supplying the weapons yeah. to the military, and so there's that gray area that well, we he, play they with. say,
2: like, when something's going wrong, he says. Give me the guy, Give me somebody or the guy from Advanced Weaponry or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's in that department. I get, but again, he comes down. And he just overrules everyone when he's yeah. like, "Oh, I was just it, training." It, exercise. Yeah, he turns off the mic. He's like, it's "Just training." It's like yeah, there's <laughs> fucking <laughs> robots fighting in the street, yeah. man. We gotta tell somebody. Yeah, Someone totally above weird. us is gonna have a question <laughs> about this. Man,
3: but I'll tell you though, all of that. I don't know for I don't know where we're at right now with with the rundown of this, but like that last scene. Hits me every Every time. Oh my god! Because again, Uh,
2: I understand that for people who are younger and didn't experience this, and now everybody knows Iron Man, yada yada. As somebody who knew, he's in the Avengers and an alcoholic. Right. I've and I've read comics my entire life. Whatever. I'm sitting there and he, he just looks. I am Iron Man, and it was, in the, and I remember being like, what yeah. the yeah.
3: fuck, really?
2: Decades
3: of movies at this point, where the superhero I just had got chilled so again right now. closely guard because <laughs> yeah. he didn't want anyone around. Dual identity, oh, doesn't have to I'm work. I'm Peter Parker, I'm Clark Kent, I'm Br- no one can know who we are because I don't want to put my family <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I rub my mask. face, facade, facade, facade. The fact that he literally looks at the card is like, I am Iron Man. And then it's one second of like bow, bow, and, bow, 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 bow. and it's that God, dope
1: ass. So good.
3: I think Prolog Films is who did it. That fucking rad like, wireframe. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. it. I mean, again,
1: oh, so I mean, if there's one out. thing this movie did is it's set the tone of what yeah. the MCU is. Yeah. And I think that obviously Robert Downey Jr., I think, as and, and Tony Stark's character is really kind of just like what they based everything else off of. But even the little things like, yeah, the motion graphics endings and the way that they had the post credits and all that. But the, just the moment of him saying, I am Iron Man. God, it's so, like that yeah. set the tone of, yeah, c- secret identities, they don't matter here. They and like matter. when you look forward to these movies, there are very few cases uh, where, I mean, it took all the way to Spider-Man we'll look at Home, the Avengers, coming. who has a secret identity in the Avengers. None of them. Very few. None. Yeah. Of the Avengers. Maybe
3: Hawkeye. Do people know who Hawkeye is? Nobody gives a shit. No
0: one gives a shit. <laughs> <Nobody laughs> I right? do But yeah, Thor's yeah, Thor just is not. Thor. See, he
1: doesn't wear a mask. Everyone so. knows who Captain
0: America is. Everyone knows who Iron Man is. Hawkeye's right? like trying to tell everybody. They're like, we don't care, dude.
2: Shut, bow, shut up, Clint. Get, get out of here. here. I'm <laughs> Daredevil,
1: but that's like getting really extended. Just MCU movies. I don't think there's any character. Black Panther? I don't know. I don't know if the world at large makes It actually makes a lot of People don't know that Hulk's banner.
0: Spider Man's a secret.
1: Yeah, Spider-Man's secret. Spider-Man's yeah. secret. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's interesting, but it's really fascinating. Interesting, but yeah, it's just crazy to watch this movie and then <sighs> not know that it's going to turn into something, and for it to turn into what it did. Is just crazy. They they set so many seeds, and even just having uh, Agent Coulson be there, like I didn't remember him being in the movie. No, nope. he
2: shows no. up in his giant, oversized suit. I was looking at, I was like, man, this is a this is a suit from a different time. Yeah, <laughs> it's not fitted at all. He's Security just like, home. He looks line. like a, da- a kid what in his dad's suit. Yeah, <laughs> well, the, yeah, <laughs>
0: and the acronym for Shield is not what the acronym was in the comics.
1: No, that was different. But yeah. I, I liked that they they had that, and then later reinforced it. Like, yeah, no, okay, like, like, it's Shield. SHIELD. Just Although SHIELD. his character was weird because his whole arc in the movie and everything he. Does he kind of comes? He's like, "Yo, I need a meeting to with you guys because we need to talk about this whole superhero debrief. thing." Debrief. We need to debrief. We need to debrief. You. And then like he just kind of keeps chasing, and then eventually like she's running away from the bad guy at this point, and she just goes, "Follow me!" It's meeting time. Well, she's gonna. Say, she, I no. mean, she told him everything. Yeah, uh, she was like, "Oh, I are
2: She tried to kill Tony, this and that's how they come." But back with it's with just, then
1: it's just weird. Where it's like, yeah, then they come and like blow up the doors and stuff. I'm like, I don't know. Like it felt very compared to a lot of the rest of the movie. I was just like, what the fuck? Like that is beyond rushed. Where I'm like, who the yeah. fuck is this guy? Yeah, we're getting into that. That
3: was like that again. We're getting into that like 15 minute third act section where it's, but that's, it's it not 15 to be,
1: minutes. It's long.
3: It did, it did. Yeah. I don't know. It just goes by. I thought I thought the movie, if anything else, could use, ha, use a
1: little bit more on the other half, like
3: the, the last half of it.
1: But that's just me. I liked it a lot. Uh, a couple other Easter eggs I want to bring to you guys attention here. Uh, the scene where Obadiah is playing on the piano. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's playing a song called Larghetto composed by Antonio Salieri. I'm, I'm gonna run with that because I don't know how to fucking say it. He's remembered in history as the bitter rival and enemy of Wolfgang Mozart, and many believe Ocieri. that he even went as far as plotting Mozart's death. Yeah. While Stain is playing this melody, the film subtly makes a comparison between Stain's Own Darkness and Jealousy and Obadiah's The ciliary to Tony Stark's Mozart arrival to China. So that, that's a fun, little, that's fun cool. little thing I liked that. I like that. Um, the Roxxon on Oil Corporation, you can see it in the background on, on a building in all the Iron Man movies, and that's cool because that's the, the people behind. Tony Stark's parents' deaths in the comics. Mm, interesting. Um, you can see Cap's shield. Yeah. I love being, that. being worked on in there. So that's fun. You uh, missed one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where? The background. Yeah. It's in the background. In the it's like, it's super broken. In two, you see it like. Yeah. And two, is,
2: it's one of them. I know he grabs it and says, oh, that's perfect. And yeah, puts it down and, and puts two. something over it.
1: Because uh, in one, yeah, it's just sitting in the But he doesn't the even know who in the Cap background. is. <laughs> Which is weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, this movie, there's a lot of weird things that are just, I think, Easter eggs and not so much. World building. Would so. he
3: not have known who Cap was? I thought no, he, well, he would Cap know
1: Cap who he is, is. But... He didn't know him, but... but... He didn't know he was back. Oh, sure, yeah. No, wait,
0: but do... I thought everyone knew
1: Cap was.
2: Kevin, talk in your microphone if you're gonna talk.
0: Sorry, you're right. I-, I think Cap's like a secret. Other than being... They sold trading cards of him. Yeah, yeah, but like as like a fake person. You know, like the character of Captain America is not the same as like the hero Captain America that was like going Really? really I mean... I, I are yeah, gonna go see links. in a couple of weeks, I don't know. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know if they addressed that. Is Captain
3: America
1: coming up soon? Yeah, I that's mean, one that I. Don't well, one you don't like Captain five. America? We'll get there later, Cap. I'd rather watch Captain America than Hulk. Uh, the Iron Man uh, 1966 either. theme song is the ringtone that keeps playing. Oh really? Yeah. Um, the the planes that when he's like doing the sick ass barrel rolls Raptors, and shit, yeah. uh, those are called Whiplash one and two. Oh, mm. Again, when, uh, Whiplash like becomes that. a bad cool. guy. And uh, Stanley's cameo, Hugh Hefner.
2: Yeah. yeah. So
1: did the math was, last
0: night. Um, when he flies from Malibu to Afghanistan, yeah, how long norm, would that take? A normal flight is a 15-hour flight, uh, but since he was going uh, at Mach 2, which is past the speed of sound, he was going faster than those fighter jets were going. Whiplash, I guess, or whatever. Mm-hmm. The Whiplash. Whiplash, yeah. When he goes supersonic, yeah, when he goes, yeah, past, when he breaks a sound barrier, uh, if you consistently are going at that speed, some sites said it would be anywhere from like. Four to six hours. So he was up in the air for a good while. That's what I was thinking about
2: <laughs> when he's doing like and he's all mad and then he jumped up and went and I was just like, "That's a long. That's plot. a long time to be like this."
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a good point actually. Yeah. Also, I wonder if that how timing. How I, I wonder if that timing <laughs> matches up with the, the day and night cycle. Well, I guess it probably would because he left. It was night. It was day over there, right? So that makes sense, right? I do not know how that. Works. I forgot. I don't know what country they were in, but I assume it's somewhere in the they, Middle East. They said Afghanistan on oh, the was it Afghanistan? on the yeah, wiki probably. or whatever. Yeah, I love that scene though, man. There's cool. something so vindicating about that scene. So When fucking he cleans, good. when he fucking fucks when he those just guys lands up. and stands. Oh, up yeah, and yeah, totally,
1: yeah, like, totally. Fuck totally. you okay. all. It's so good. God, I, the first 15 minutes of this movie, like, it's early in this MC interview, but it might be my favorite of the entire fucking thing. It's a bold it's, statement. It's so good, man. From the first time you see him in the car to the, him doing the, the fireworks show, holy crap. Oh man. Yeah. It's how dad so did it. It's how America does it. It's, it's worked, worked out pretty <laughs> well. So far. It's so good. All right, now to get into the, the ranking talk here. Sure. Plot, comedy, action, standalone, universe building. Mm-hmm. Plot, what do we think? Uh, what are we ranking this out of? Just words. Just in general. You know, we don't need to sure, sure, sure. or anything to it, but I thought... The plot worked. I thought it worked. It was really, I thought it was good. It was great, the right? No,
3: but it's an origin story. The plot is services just getting Tony well, I mean, to Iron not, Man, and that's it. I feel like
0: the, the, the problem is that third act, where it just, the, the, there's a good plot, or a decent enough plot to move us along, and then when you get to the third act, everything's mm-hmm. just kind of rushed, because it's like, great, the reveals happen, like, he is Iron Man now, let's end this so that, like, he could have that moment in front of the stage, meeting to, in front of everyone, be like, hey, I am Iron Man.
3: See I would I would have agreed with you prior to the other films but now looking at all of them and seeing how many of them absolutely has to have the MacGuffin that's going to be world-ending. It's actually nice to go back and watch this and have it just be as refreshing as this guy tried to kill me and he's trying to steal my tech and my company and I'm just going to try to stop
2: him. He has a really it.
3: deep voice for some reason.
0: Uh, right. Not
2: even a deep voice. He, likes, oh, he, yeah, he yeah. Like slows his oh, speech pattern. Yeah. Daughter, I like my suit better. <laughs> I'd be like, Obadiah, no, what is happening? Why is your voice coming out like Are that? Are you
1: being uh,
3: played back on a recorder? Like <laughs> yeah.
1: But I, I think plot-wise, the whole kind of concept from the moment you see Tony like when he gets captured and he looks over and he sees the Stark Industries mm-hmm. and just the plot of his character really development. Cool, yeah. yeah. I was like, they they oh, did a good. really good great job. Yeah, that. that was awesome. I mean
2: I always I always and even on the rewatch have always liked it and thought it and put it in a I'm tired. At a high <laughs> place, right? Of like that he lands, he wants a cheeseburger and he wants a press conference. And he comes in and he does that sit down and he gets up and he's just like, we're done and like how Jeff Bridges rushes in and grabs him and all that stuff. I was like this this that is all so logical in a sense of if you went through that and you saw that what I like and it, you know I'm always the guy who uh, likes Iron Man 3 so much because there's like actual ramifications. Right. I the, In terms of like I'll you know Terrence Howard. I, I like better than I f- remembered liking him I still like the character of Rhodey I think but I love the fucking scene of Him running up to Tony Stark and goes how was the fun V right yeah. and then he like breaks He's down like and hugs him and it's like me. great have you guys been friends your entire life? I don't know. Okay, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was like that. That's a cool scene, and that's cool emotion, and like The, no. the Tony Stark plotline, I think, makes a lot of sense.
3: Yeah, I think. I mean, again, at the, the Marvel movies, when they're at their best, really have to do with the big set pieces, sure, the big action pieces, but really just watching these fun characters interact with each other, and I think that's what this one really does very, very well. So
1: then, the comedy in this one. Again, set the tone for what the MCU was. I thought it was great. I thought not enough of it towards the latter half, where it's just like the first half was so filled with it that I feel like the movie tonally shifts so much. And I understand why, because Tony changes. But I did feel like there there was... I would rather it be a bit more evenly placed throughout the movie.
0: Lots of quick wit between him and Pepper. uh, And clearly a lot of that is improv as well. And then with... uh, the reporter woman. Oh my uh, god, I love yeah. every, so, every conversation they did. had, I was in. <laughs> she is from Ah, yeah. Yeah,
1: okay. When he it's first meets her and honest. first talks to her, and there's just that like hatred between them and yeah. then it just cuts to them fucking but then awesome. her,
0: her movements are really weird when they were in bed. That's like Yeah, it was a little aggressive. Her like head was like it's like she was doing Steve Austin when he like over <laughs> <hovered laughs> the It was like after really, he stunned
2: somebody Yeah, you're right. Uh, I, I also find it funny that in the final scene or whatever, like I am Iron Man and everyone jumps up. She just sits there with like no reaction. Like, <laughs> what is that? That's yeah, funny. They all like go crazy around her. She's just like
1: so then, next section, action. Yeah. My thing is, I feel like the fight scene was not great. Oh, yeah, but yeah, exactly, like the big fight. Yeah. But Can we I, also rank villains. Sure, this is number one. Oh, you're right. I'm at, let's do it. Uh, let's should add should villain. rank villains. Yeah. Should rank villains. Are yeah. you?
0: Is
2: someone writing these? Not down not ranking,
1: or? but like discuss as a thing to talk about. You no, and I, I want to rank. rank. You
2: and I can rank them. Yeah, okay.
1: We have our own side podcast. <laughs> okay, okay.
2: okay. Again, Andy and Greg's MCU, MCU villains villain. in the two villain rundown. <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: I like the action because I feel like they chose to focus more on the mechanics of the action, and less on the actual like flow Light. of it, right? And and I, for me, like back back when I watched it the first time, I was like, this is cool, not because of. The fact that it's you know it's like Spider-Man: Homecoming style action where it's so beautifully choreographed, that you're like, this is amazing. But because it was like, I want to see how he's gonna do what he needs to do in this suit. It felt like I was watching him. We were learning it out as we were he going. Was yeah. And so when he's like the part where he's holding up the, the, yeah. the car, and then. She puts the car down and gets, he's like, lady, stop. And then he has to like lift the car up to, I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Because this is the first time I've seen it. Like, how's he going to get out of this? Oh, right. He's in a mechanical suit that's like hydraulic and lift things. So I liked, I thought it was enjoyable from that standpoint. From a choreography standpoint and from a pacing standpoint, it was a little weird. And again, it kind of ends very abruptly which you would almost be like God, i wanted more of that i wanted another beat to that action i wanted the dead body to come back and grab you one more time that you doesn't end with it. the
1: giant blue thing going into the, sky. into the sky
3: which was it was weird like i thought he was going to i thought it was going to be one or two more beats of action after yeah. that um but then by the time you get to i am iron man you're like oh fuck i don't care yeah who cares? i'm like who cares yeah. that was awesome my
1: favorite action scene in the movie is him with the the two planes and like, it's just like I feel mm-hmm. it's like the first like, time where you really you hit
3: me. Where, yeah, we <laughs> yeah, really get to see him so
1: use his hands. It's like yeah. that's just another weird design, design distinction where you're like, you see it And like that is that is Iron Man. That is how Iron Man flies. Makes sense and that's cool. And him doing the thing it where he like out. how he like breaks the and stops blast. and <sighs> so cool in the barrel. Yeah. Everything about that I thought was great. I like it's it. It's me.
2: Oh, not yeah. I know it's you. No, it's me. I'm the bogey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there's
1: the there's the sequence the that I thought in was tastefully done where
3: it wasn't. Um, oh my hand and the guy's falling and the, uh, my shoot's not going and, it, and oh, that, that, yeah. that seemed to me on the second watching like that lasted exactly where it needed to go yep, he totally. grabbed it punched it out it's a clean shoot everyone's like yeah and then we're on to the next thing like we don't need to yeah. we don't need to lament on that too much
1: yeah for, shout um, out, this is I, I don't I don't remember, shout out of order but shout out to Jensen, Jensen. I, like oh, I, I, Jensen's great. Great. I like that I like that character a lot shout so out to good. me by Jensen back
2: yeah I know exciting shush don't spoil it.
3: I don't even remember that they bring him, he's, remember, he's like, I met you in, uh, oh, in Bean, Switzerland, oh. or
2: whatever it was. So it gives that scene coming up. In Iron Man, oh my God. Two yeah. Two or three. Oh, <sighs> oh, that's fucking great. Hey.
1: Let's get there. Um, so then the, the last two things are does Burn. it stand alone as a movie and how much does it work as universe building? Standalone, I think, absolutely. 100%. And universe building, duh. Yeah. yeah it's a it pretty, pretty well. foundation. Yeah. So, so
3: it's hard not to say that. Yeah.
2: So rank one. The
3: final ranking of Iron
0: wait, Man. Wait, wait. Uh,
2: yeah. Final ranking of Iron <laughs> Man, top of the list, number mm-hmm. one. Obadiah Stain and the Villain. Obadiah Stain, chilling with the Villains podcast yeah, right here. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, Obadiah Stain,
2: uh, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Uh-huh. We had nothing, we didn't compare to anything. <laughs> A fun story, I used to get, I now, this is getting ahead of ourselves, yada yada, but it makes sense here. When the Thor movies kept using Loki, and I'm like Dark World or whatever, but then he was also in Avengers and he's in the Thor thing. And don't get me wrong, I've come around. I love Loki now and everything. But I remember being annoyed in trailers when I'd see Loki again, and people were like, "Why?" And I'm like, "This would be like if it was Iron Man three and Obadiah Stane was still the villain. He's still there. That's
3: that's, that's a good. point. I kept calling
2: Tony!
3: him
0: that's a great Jeff Bridges as a person. We have
3: we,
2: been doing him all day, all day long. All day. Did you also find out... It- Tony Stark <laughs> built this in a cave with a box of scraps.
3: <laughs> Did yeah, a little unsettling how much he touches his employees He's oh, always yeah. like this. is yeah, yeah, always yeah, yeah, yeah. so close. i like, get, stop touching 2017, them. dude. Man, yeah, he, he like over. he's like, I missed you, man. Yeah,
1: that. Just, he doesn't think to Tony just always close. keeps the good stuff for himself, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Tony's always got the good stuff, doesn't he? <laughs> 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 hey, what, are you gargling or what? <laughs> <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the first episode <laughs> of <laughs> Kind of Funnies MCU in review. Every single week, we will be doing this, this review, this ranking, this beautiful thing about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. MCU in review for you. Hey. Next week will be the Incredible Hulk. Tuesday at 9 a.m. You should watch along, talk in the comments, discuss, leave your rankings. Until next time. I love you. I love you. <laughs> call it right now.
3: Iron Man stays number one throughout the entire thing.
2: Wow. The
3: entire thing. One, you've seen one. Avengers, four, right? Five, 12 Angry Men. Twelve Angry Man.
1: So you think you're the first people to do a superhero show? Well, I'm Cisco, and I'm here to introduce you to the Avengers Initiative and Drew Hill app. Make sure you download that, okay? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help.